0: It real with Aisha, RD and Train. Good morning On the mixed Breakfast, Mix FM. we are on a mission to highlight once again mental health here in Malaysia. So, uh, long story short, Monday was World Mental Health Day. We decided let's just do this for the entire week because when it comes to mental health, we need to take our time to really explain the struggles that Malaysians go through. It's Mix FM's Unbroken. We're highlighting the different types of mental health issues that you probably have never heard of. But have you heard of MDD? Major Depressive Disorder. Have you heard of bipolar? So this is the things that we're trying to do for you. So today we're talking to Nina. It's not her real name. Uh, We're protecting her privacy. And she's sharing her story living with borderline personality disorder. Thank you so much for doing this for us. So could we start by... Uh, you telling us a little bit more about your diagnosis and briefly explain to us what is borderline personality disorder? Basically, I've been diagnosed with borderline personality disorder in late 2019, just when before MCO started. But prior to that, it's been probably two years of lots of struggles. In short, borderline personality disorder, it basically impacts how you may think and feel about yourself. um, And It can affect other people and cause problems in your daily life. But I would say the main thing about BPD is your self-image is a major factor, I guess. Like, How was your image of yourself? What were you thinking about yourself? (sighs) I was never good enough. (laughs) Uh I was never good enough. You know how people say like, oh, you're a nice person Oh, you look pretty. And logically, my rational mind says, according to what people say or according to how the average people say the, um, I look all right my character is deemed as um, a people person I tend to very be very pleasing I perform well academic uh, you know ac- academic wise but even with all with all of these things I just never felt I was good good, good enough um, I don't think I have any worth in having any of these wow. um, in external factors, affect how you view yourself internally because i have all of these i have all these qualities that should make someone desirable yes or someone who's nice and like you want someone like this to be around but then again people leave and it took me a long time to realize that it's not me people would leave regardless and it's not my fault um i didn't do things that condone other people's bad behavior towards me it was just things that happen and them being them and i try to do my best (laughs) i just yeah it's just it's a hard level now nina what's your relationship like with others i'll be honest having bpd is something that is not just constricted to one certain event and personally i think um, mental disorders isn't just doesn't just happen by one event you can be depressed people have a misconception of depression that okay your pet died or your family relative died it is very much valid to be depressed it is still depression but people with mental disorders is something that's very constant Um, and personally for me it is as i agree with my psychiatrist um, stemmed from um, my family upbringing i they were very very strict on how i should be um, as a person in society and when you learn to never speak back to your elders or anyone else with authority figures, you turn to internalize everything. And when that happens, it is a shameful thing to admit, but I cannot speak to my parents, even like the slightest things, or else I would cry because mm-hmm. it's just so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I, I'm i 26. I'm going to be 26 this year. But I can't reach out to my parents, even the, the smallest things, because I fear backlash that they're going to say, oh, I should have done this. Oh, it's kind of they kind of turn it around in a way that makes it my fault. And I would kind of believe it, Um, it it would get stuck in my head. So that's how I've been growing up with. That's my relationship with my family. As for other people, um, I'll give you a non myself example, but something that I can understand and relate to. Let's say if your significant other doesn't reply to you, ignoring you. Other people will probably like get annoyed probably lash out. I would understand if someone with BPD would be like, they'd get more sullen about it and think that it's their fault and they withdraw instead of, you know, voicing out that this is something that hurts them. What was that moment you decided, okay, I need help or did someone tell you, hey, you need help? How I got diagnosed, um, actually what happened prior to the 2019 was, um, I had issues that my family was almost breaking apart. My, I was being outcasted by and being accused of things that I did not do. And I was ostracized in uni. I just didn't trust anyone. And then there was a financial issue as well at the same time. And on top of that, I was already feeling a little down. A little? Somewhere there. And then I got dumped. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. By my, by my seven... Um, year-long best friend uh, slash then boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I had no one to turn to, I guess. I, I I, it felt like I, I could trust no one. And this it was a part where it actually affected my study, um, and I just needed help. I was actively suicidal. There's two types of being suicidal. One is passive and one is active. At that point, I was actively kind of suicidal. What's your recovery phase like? How long did that take? And what do you think helped you the most? This guy friend of mine, he has split personality and he has he helped me reach out to the um the guidance counselor in our uni and they got me a referral to um a government um, clinic and i got the you know evaluation done and diagnosed and the appointments but again it was mco and i it is one hour and a half away from my home so it's you, and with the restrictions, I just couldn't get much help as I needed. However, in the period of 2019 until 2022, 2021, how I say my recovery was basically I had a very strong network of support of friends. They were online friends, mind you. 90% of them are from overseas. That's one a tip of recovery. Have a strong network of friends who are very supportive and doesn't invalidate your feelings. And number two is something that is a self-soothing method. A self-soothing method, and basically, like you could. Some people walk, some people bake. My one was basically just listening to music and BTS. Yes, okay. I'm a, I'm an army. One of, of them, We have over like 400 songs in their discography, and one major thing that I would cry on is a song by Jimin. His uh, solo work on SoundCloud. It's called Promise. Mm. The last bridge was basically translated. Wise is basically uh, now promise me a few times a day don't throw yourself away Wow. and and, okay stop (laughs) give me a second because i think that's what is the hard hardest the most is how i need to constantly remind myself that it's okay that i have some worth and like to not just throw myself away because even though i don't feel like it i know there's some people who will be affected by it and that's important i guess self you're, you're just Self reminders here and there. Absolutely. Oh yeah. When it comes to be it mental health or um, seeing a therapist or mental illnesses, mm-hmm. what is that one stigma that you wish <clears throat> would be stopped? That you wish that people would just get rid of? That we are low lives. <laughs> in 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 a very very basic term, that we're low lives. No. We are really high-functioning adults. Um, everyone I know who has mental disorders are very highly functioning adults with their own careers. I, I have my own career, and okay, the thing is, BPD is constant. That it's something that you just can't throw away because the mind. There are min- minor triggers in your daily life, and even with those triggers, you still have to go on. You still have to be happy, but in the nook of your heart, you still feel something's very off. But regardless of that, people with mental disorders can be very much successful. They can be happy. They can talk to you right now. Um, and they can laugh with you and seem like they're having the time of their lives. But they still have mental disorders. And at the same time, it doesn't mean that they're cured of um, their their depression or their disorder. It doesn't mean that they're not depressed. Nina, thank you so much for being so vulnerable with us. I'm Aisha, Ardy, and Prime on The Mixed Keep Breakfast. It right Keep it right, right here with today's best music.